It's Tuesday night and another episode of the Loud Pedal. Tonight we have a 410 Sprint Car PA Posse Sensation Lucas the Lone Wolf. Welcome to the show, Lucas. Hey man, thanks for having me. Absolutely, brother. So, uh, what's your uh, what's your plans uh, this year? You you chasing any track championships this year? You just gonna kind of race where the money is? Uh, well, I don't I don't really expect to commit to any uh, any official full time at, at any track or series. Uh, we we do most of the events here uh, in Central Pennsylvania and the Greater Northeast region in general. Um, Inevitably, we end up at a vast majority of, of kind of each track events throughout the year, uh, particularly Williams Grove and Port Royal. Uh, but we pretty much uh, are, are flexible depending on the kind of results, performance, the strength of the team, you know, at each uh, each kind of interval, as well as the uh, the big races that are coming. We obviously get a lot of uh, uh, multiple trips throughout the year from almost all the touring series. Yep. So uh, a lot of options for races, and uh, sometimes you, you need a break or, or you need to regroup or you're out of parts or whatever. So sometimes you have to sit a race out here and there, but for the most part, we uh, we get the most of them. So you're going to be running uh, 410 and 360 shows this year? Um. Well, maybe a little bit of 360 races um, with the schedule and the amount of races that are, are available to us locally here. It does not provide a, a lot of easy opportunities or, or opportunities that make sense to get to uh, 360 shows. I, I do have a, a strong supporters in New York, uh, which is where a, a lot of the 360 races uh, happen as well as uh, probably the reason that I have one in the first place, but it just uh, it doesn't quite make sense. It's not as uh, viable uh, to me at the moment as it was in some some years in the past. So there, there's always the uh, the odd chance where you can get the one uh, depending on weather or some special circumstances. So we're we're usually ready and available to do that. But uh, a good a good mix, but uh, certainly mostly four ten. Gotcha. <clears throat> so where did you? Uh... Where'd you get your start in racing? Did you race uh, micro sprints and stuff? I did micros. I did quarter midgets before that. Uh, some go-karts here and there. Some odds and ends. But for, for a very long time now, it's been uh, been all sprint cars. Uh, certainly in this area, that's the, uh-huh. the the best option you have for uh, for racing, for racing a lot. Uh, certainly a lot of tracks and stuff that are close to here. So it was uh, kind of a natural move. Ever planned on, or have you in the past done any wingless sprint car racing? Uh, very, very rare. Uh, there was a stretch kind of in just prior to when they started the Eastern Storm uh, back in the 06, 07 area. Uh, I did it a few times here and there. It was kind of interesting to do. I had the chance to go to uh, to do the Four Crown for a different car owner at one point. Nice. And that, that kind of sparked a little bit of an interest. Um, so we did a few things um, here and there, but it almost falls under the same banner as the as the 360. It's just hard to uh, forego the opportunities. You have the race uh, sprint car here, and um, it kind of takes up uh, all of your focus. 
Is this what you do full time is race? Yep, this is a, a full time venture for me. That's uh that's pretty awesome. Pretty jealous. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um it it's it's got uh a lot of upsides and a lot of negative sides as well as you bounce around uh different circumstances that you face. It, it's not always uh easy or smooth sailing. There's certainly no guarantees in racing in general. So certainly right. when it's uh yeah. when it would be your your sole uh, version of uh, pursuit or income it makes it uh makes it a little more on edge on occasion but so far it's worked out okay so i keep surviving ain't nothing wrong with that as long no. as you as long as you enjoy doing it and you're having success then carry on yeah i think so um so uh if the opportunity were to present itself would you run the eastern storm again uh it wouldn't be a, a specific focus of mine okay uh, i think that the the current the current status of sprint car racing and uh in, in general uh, especially here in pennsylvania uh w- with the volume of races that there are and the significance of those races it yeah. makes uh you know the the racing that we do kind of um a lot, a lot more opportunities. I, I think one, one difficult issue typically with non-wing racing is the, the overall amount of money that you have the ability to race for. Um, uh, so uh, there, there's multiple, multiple factors. But I think, I also think that the, the, the level of competition makes it difficult to have a super diverse schedule. I, I mean, there's certainly guys that are capable of doing both and doing both well that that have spent significant time in both, but everybody kind of finds their own set. Well, I think whether you wanted to be a, a non-winger or a sprint car guy, you'd have to have to focus uh, su- such an amount of, uh, of attention to each uh, specific discipline that uh, doing kind of one-offs or short little stints doesn't, uh, doesn't make it all that much sense to me at this point. Right. If you were given the opportunity, would you race with either the Outlaws or the All-Star Circuit? Well, I mean, the Outlaws is the the best option for virtually every every metric that you would look at. Uh, I had the opportunity to do it for uh, about five years, uh, a few years ago, and uh, that was that was good in a lot of ways. Uh, you, you get to experience a lot of different uh, tracks and surfaces and areas, uh, different uh, kind of local contingents that have their own kind of version and style of racing uh it just it takes uh an incredible amount of effort and resources to organize a team that is capable you know truly capable of doing it properly and that is that is ultimately probably the biggest hurdle that you would face in attempting to go on any type of a travel mm-hmm. series at the moment that's got to be like one of the most grueling schedules too i mean it's like 90 some races a year you know, in, in like 30 some different states. I mean, that's got to be like just not only physically tough, but mentally tough as well. Well, there there is a lot to be said about the uh, the guys that have done that for a long time. Um, a, a lot of certainly mental toughness and, and, and physical and uh, all, all of the things that it takes to do that. You're, you're somebody's got to be basically a full time truck driver to, to log all the miles 
I think it was somewhere in the 40 to 45,000 total mile range when we did it. Sure. So that doing that as well as the, the, all of the racing, the level of competition is high. Um, if, if you're in a stretch where you're having downtime, it's, it is particularly difficult. There's no escaping it. You can't, uh, you know, you can't take a couple nights off and regroup at that level. So if you're, uh, if you're a full-timer and you're, you're committed to it and into it for the long haul, it's a, uh, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of highs and lows both. I'd imagine, you know, out on the road too, it's a, it's not like you got a garage to, you know, unload the car in and, and maintenance and stuff. So I'd imagine it's a lot of, uh, you know, out in the parking lot doing maintenance on the car right there in the open. Yeah, yeah, you get familiar with the areas that are are welcoming to you, and some that aren't. Um, so I guess that's a good reason why almost all the teams that do that have uh, 53 foot trailers. They're, you have to fit a lot of stuff in there. You're out for for many many weeks at a time. You know, multiple months. Um, you don't get uh, you know the consistency is is not there. But it's um, it's a lifestyle you have to have to be interested in doing and, and want to do it and have, have the opportunity to do it. Um, I was I was very fortunate to get to do it, and uh, certainly appreciate those experiences. Would you do it again if the opportunity came up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think I think in a roundabout way that would be the goal of anyone who's doing this. Uh, but it has to be certainly has to be under the right circumstances. I personally have to be in the right position to do it. The team would have to be in, uh, you have to have the resources to do it for multiple years. There's always a new, new people, uh, even ones that are incredibly successful at their own uh, local or regional level and teams always face uh, many hurdles uh, by going out and doing that. So, uh, you you would want to have something that has some some long term potential, and uh, w- which would provide you the best platform to uh, to hopefully find success. Now, uh, being that you've been out on the road and everything with the the outlaws and stuff, what would you say is probably the toughest track you've raced on? Uh, there's a lot of different characteristics at different places that make them challenging. I always found Knoxville to be a challenge because it got uh, when it gets shined up, it's tricky to get a hold of. Uh, when there's when there's moisture there and there's traction, it's it's super grippy. Um, that that's one that comes to an, as an example, but I, I think the reality of it is it still ultimately boils down to the competition. Right. Uh, when when the competition is high, every track is difficult because the people that you're racing with are exceptional at what they do right. so th- i think that's where the that's where the true challenge comes from uh certain tracks are, are always you know certain guys are favor more tracks seem to find better results at, at tracks consistently you know more than others so there is certainly something to that but but ultimately the the, the level of competitiveness of the field i think probably dictates that as much as anything Okay, well, with that being said, do you have a, a favorite track that you race on or that you've been to? Yeah, over time, I got to a lot of different ones. I, I really enjoyed getting to the, a lot of the California tracks. They were fun to, uh, you know, the ones that you would always hear about. Uh, they were good. Uh, a lot of times, I kind of favored the smaller tracks because okay. 
it was more interesting to me because uh, Pennsylvania, all the tracks are relatively on the on the larger side. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was kind of a nice change of pace to go to some of the tinier places. And some of them are truly tiny and tight. So I, I kind of enjoyed that change of pace a lot. Um, Grand Forks is always pretty well regarded. Uh, Peavely was good. Chico was usually fun. So I, I think over time I've been to enough of them uh, frequently enough where you've seen them both in really good condition and, and sometimes not, not so ideal. So you get a wide mix, uh, and stuff. So it's, it's good. We're, we're fortunate to have a lot of good tracks here, a lot of historic tracks. Um, so that, that's one, one aspect of the racing that is, is good for the tradition and, and kind of the, the long, long held, uh, uh, historic kind of purposes. Is there any driver that frustrates the living crap out of you? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's there's guys that go on on runs. It's 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 always streaky to a point. The the really good guys uh, streaks are, are much more favored towards running well versus not. Um, I don't know. I don't really get too much into it. I, I've it's kind of similar to the track thing. I've been around the fair while now. I've gone through successful stretches of my own and some some horrifically terrible ones so it it kind of all comes and goes i I think ultimately the guys that are most successful are mostly worried about their own stuff and if you if you do your own stuff correctly uh, a lot of the the outside stuff is kind of uh, more or less irrelevant so i don't have too much of a of a thing going at the moment not with anybody currently do you have a favorite driver that you like to race against Oh, I don't know. Not really. Anyone, anyone I don't think so. Uh, some people like, I yeah, love I mean, racing against because he brings the best out of me or whatever. We always race each other clean. We go for it. We have fun. Yeah. No, I know. I, I, it makes some sense, but I can't really say that. Like, I think when you're, you're going, you're kind of in the moment. I, I can't get to that point of really saying that I can, I can't think of anybody offhand. Um, if you weren't racing sprint cars full time, what what would what would you be doing for a living? Racing bikes. Uh, that's a <laughs> that's a hard. Well, I don't know that that. Ah, um, oh, geez, I've done it for for quite quite so long, and my family's involved in racing, so that's kind literally of what all I've your life. Done. Yeah, I don't I don't have much of a gauge for that. I mean, I think. Um, I'm sure there's some kind of pursuit that would be interesting, but uh, I'm pretty dry on that. Mostly racing stuff. Okay. Well, maybe maybe working on a sprint car team or something. I guess you can't really do that full-time make any damn money. <laughs> no. Can't do what we're doing for a living to make any damn money either, so. I mean. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a, certain, there's a certain percentage of, of, I guess, what you're into. You know, the, the logic of, of liking something. From, from a pure standpoint that then you, you find, you know, some, some success that way, not necessarily uh, entirely uh, from a financial standpoint, but it's, uh, I don't know. I guess you have to figure something out to do. You can't just be a bum. So uh, no. I, guess I would find something. Oh, in today's country, you kind of can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> no, we're, we're definitely not going to go there. There's a racing, there's a racing podcast. Yeah, we uh we have a we have a question that we ask you know everybody that comes on the show, um, 
your Mount Rushmore of racing. It could be any driver, any class, living or deceased. Who's your four drivers on your Mount Rushmore of racing? Uh, well, I guess, I don't know. That's probably tricky. Yep. I guess mm-hmm. I'd say, uh, I would say, uh, Steve Kinzer. Nice. Senna. Nice. Uh, Dan Gurney and Mario Andretti. Ooh, sorry. That's you a might, hell of a list. That's a nice uh, Mount Rushmore. You might be the first person to say Mario Andretti. Or, or Senna. <laughs> or Senna, yeah. Nice. Nice when people throw change it up a little bit because, you know, usually you got the same people like, oh, Kyle Larson and and Dale Earnhardt. And, you know, <clears> it's usually the same, usually the same, uh, same couple drivers. So it's nice to have someone to look out there a little different, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's all a little bit. Hey, I don't know. That's the best I could come up with for today, I guess. That's hell. <laughs> do you watch um, any? Do you watch any other class of racing when you get a chance? Uh yeah, I like I like some different uh, different stuff. I like I always like road racing. Um, you know, different stuff that way. So I like Indy cars, F1, mostly open wheel stuff. Uh, Endurance racing, so I like watching some of that on occasion when it happens. But got uh, got so much going on here, I've, I kind of yeah. fall out of kind of fall out of uh, the consistency of it. So you usually binge it all at once at a later date when it's you know long and settled. But I always always like to see some kind of different uh, different stuff interesting to me in that way. And uh, we have so much. You know, we have so much coverage now of all of our racing. Uh, you know, on any particular night, there's probably, I don't know, all but 10 different sprint car races alone you can watch. So I spend most of my time during the week when I'm killing time or curious of what went on somewhere, kind of running back through and watching those events. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty sprint car focused for me. Are you, uh, are you, uh, Coming to Bridgeport this year when the uh, All Stars come down. Yeah, I expect to. You know, we kind of geared up to go there a couple weeks ago, and then it was miserable weather, so oh, that yeah. was too bad. So we we get there we get there most of the time. I, I've had to skip a few because I wasn't quite ready and uh, just had some other issues. But I I do my best attempt to get the most of them. I like Doug. I think he's done a, a good job there, and. Uh, he's always pretty good at reaching out and everything, uh, kind of drumming you up to get you there. And so we like to support the, the places that want to run events. They, they have uh, multiple that, that pay pretty good. Uh, yeah. They have uh, all stars and high limits and, uh, and and then some some kind of local base races. So it, it's good. To, it's good to, for the same reasons to get to some different venues. It, it's a it's a bit of a challenging track. It's got some a different shape to it. It's pretty, pretty steep. It's at certain spots there in the corner, so it's uh, it's a lot of fun to see some some different scenery sometimes. I forgot about the high limit series. So I guess will you be hitting that? That's coming to what Bridgeport and Grandview um, this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I expect to. Those, those are hard races to pass up when it's uh, when it's in your area. I'm oh, yeah. just not quite in a position to do much to travel to any. 
Um, right. You know, those those type of events would be good ones to support. But I'm just I'm just unfortunately not quite there. So just have to make the the decisions that make the most sense. Even though it feels like you're you know leaving good potential on the table potentially. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, I mean, with that being said, though, I mean, still in this area, there's quite a bit of you know high paying sprint car races. Yeah, well, this week, eight grand at Williams Grove on Friday, ten yeah. grand at Port Royal on Saturday. So, I mean, we have it. We have it almost uh, as good as anybody could ask for from a local standpoint. That's um, yeah. both, both Williams Grove and Port Royal pay five grand or more at every race now. Uh, wow! Like wow. those, not too long ago, those races were kind of considered special ones that you would would circle as the ones that you'd want to do and support. Now that's kind of become the normal. So, in that regard, I mean, in fairness, the expenses have gone up exponentially oh, yeah. more than that. Yep. Um, but that's it's kind of felt by everybody. It's difficult. Uh, it, it is a difficult situation. It certainly always is for teams that are trying to race. But in, in the modern times, it's difficult for, for tracks to operate. Uh, everybody kind of gets really spun out on the weather conditions ahead of time. Uh, yeah. It's certainly uh, a major investment from fans to attend, especially uh, attend a, a lot of races throughout the year. Yep. You, you nearly need a, a second-time job to, yep. to fund your, your racing pursuit. So it's uh, it, it's a tricky balance, but I think on the overall whole, you have to, to look towards it and, and assume that it's, it's healthier now than it has been uh, in, in a lot of different ways and in a lot of ways that have been improved. So. Uh, from from somebody who, like we spoke about, is is doing or attempting to to continue doing this at a full time level. Uh, those things are all important uh, benchmarks to have. Now, uh, let me ask you this: uh, You know, you spoke about you know you can racing is readily available to watch now on TV, especially in our area. Uh, do you do you think that's helping or you think it's hurting the sport, like flow sports or you know flow racing and and uh, dirt TV and all that stuff. Yeah, well, there is a concern that I think during the the virus time, uh, when when people possibly couldn't get out or whatever whatever the issues were, that it became uh, more second nature for people to watch it on one of the streaming platforms. Um, I, I still think that we see the the situations when the the weather's good. When it's a bigger race, a bigger event that you, you see it, it supported well at the track, I, I'm not I'm not deep enough to know at, at what level the streaming might potentially be hurting uh, the attendance. Uh, it's a little bit out of my thing. I guess I can see it both ways in in certain aspects, but I think on the overall whole, it's good. I think that the the aspect of having cars seen on some version of TV or right. through streaming mm-hmm. is, is, mm-hmm. Uh, is an overwhelming positive uh, by pretty much all accounts. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I like it. I mean, especially you know, Brian and I we're we're big uh, you know Northeast dirt modified <clears throat> guys. So the fact that you know it's being those those cars are being shown across the country and gaining recognition for them and stuff is, is huge. And now you know, obviously with Brett Dale and stuff, they're traveling a lot more so i think i think it helps uh um, but i think it is hurting attendance a little bit like you said if it's 
it's so much easier now, just cheaper too, just to stay home and watch it on flow. I mean, it's expensive got, to take a family out to the races nowadays. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's expensive, you know. So I mean, it's it's, it's a double edged sword, really. Honestly. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult spot. Uh, I mean, it seems it seems to be the trend or, or the the march forward that it's yeah. it's obviously here and what I expect to be here to stay. Uh, oh, so yeah. it's, it's probably oh. something that's going to require a little bit of creativity to to find the right balance of it for everyone, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully hopefully that will be the case. All right, Lucas, before we let you go, is there anybody you would like to thank? Oh, yeah, look, I have a great supporters, um, uh, team, long-term uh, partners of mine that, that have been involved for a long time. So they've all uh, all been good, good, really good to me and continue to be so. We keep uh, bringing uh, some fresh fresh groups in. Uh, it's a lot, of, uh, a lot of effort, a lot of commitment to do that. Uh, I have the good fortune of a lot of good personnel as well. And uh, they, they all uh, do a tremendous part for uh, keeping me going. Lucas, we wish you luck the rest of the season and bring home some big wins. All right. Good deal, guys. Thanks. See ya. Yep. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> PA Posse Sensation, Lucas Wolf. And now a word from our sponsors. From our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now we're back. Woo. Uh, Woo. One, one, one quick announcement before we get into all our rambling stuff. The little quarter midgets that um, that we sponsor, Team Shenanigan, two of them will be racing Saturday starting at 11 o'clock in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania at the Montgomery County Quarter Midget Club. So go out there, check out Team Shenanigans. And you might see our little stupid logo on one of their cars, or both of their cars. And that's I wonder I'm if say. they're going to, you got to find out if they're going to come down to uh, Blackbird. We'll have to ask. Uh, I, being sponsored, you think we, we should know that. Where's our, where's the itinerary for us? Right. Blackbird's like, I'll come to the race. If they go to Blackbird, that's right by my house. Right. For you, uh, I, you know, you could take yeah. pictures for me or something. Yeah. I go get pictures of the car. Right. And just maybe we'll get a we'll get a uh, what they call fatheads of me or something, and I'll be right there with you. Yeah, get them some decals. I'll tell them yeah. that I'll, I'll tell them Parker has to sit in one of the cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean for for the amount of money we gave, yeah, exactly. Maybe Parker could race one of the cars. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, so I got to just go on a little. So this past Saturday, I went to Airport Speedway for the first time ever. Woo-hoo. I live. 20 minutes from Airport Speedway, which if anybody doesn't know what Airport Speedway is, it's a little, I think it's an eighth mile, little eighth mile bull ring, micro yep. sprint track. They race airplanes there. They race airplanes. Yep, yep. absolutely. The, yep. The, the accidents are something to see. Yeah, yeah it's, they're deadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Dude, I'll tell you what, the wingless 600. 
they're a great class. I've all, I've I've come to like uh, having a fascination with the Wingless Six Hundreds over the past year or something. But I've never fun. actually yeah, but I've never really watched a Six Hundred race like live. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah, live. Oh, yeah, that's live. the that's, first. Oh wow! That's my first time. Ever oh, that's awesome. They're, awesome. they're awesome. The yes, race was amazing. Yes, they are. The track is amazing, and like I was telling you earlier, after the heat races, because it's a lot, there's a lot of kids that go there. Mm-hmm. Kids, kids get them for free. Uh, they do an intermission after the heat races for 15 minutes where they open the pits, go back in the pits, meet all the drivers and everything. So Parker had a blast. Uh, I actually know a girl that races a 270 there. So we went over and talked to her and she was trying to get Parker to get in the car and he wouldn't. He's being, <laughs> he will one day. He's, he's being shy. Well, he sat in her car before, but there wasn't a bunch of people around. So, oh, yeah. a little camera shy. Yeah, but uh, absolute blast. The track was amazing. Uh, you know, we have a couple uh, wingless 600 drivers coming up on the show in a couple weeks, uh, one of which was the winner this past Saturday night. So um, and the other guy that's booked, I think he races at Bridgeport on Friday nights in the wingless 600 on their uh, quarter-mile track. So cool stuff. I, I wish uh, they had tracks like that here cool. around yeah. me. I, I would, I, I, that would be great, but they don't. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I guess you have to come down here, dude. We'll have to up, head up a track down here. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Make a we little vacation up. out of it. I don't. Dude, we, we get we could hit up uh, Bridgeport on Friday. If you wanted to do a, a micro weekend, we get up Bridgeport on Friday night and Airport on Saturday night. I got two tracks within forty minutes of me that race micros. Actually, there's actually a lot of tracks down here that race micros because then you got. Um, you got shell hammers, which I don't think is too far away. That races micros. Lanco uh, uh, races micros. That's like two hours away, I think. Linda's. Uh, uh, Linda's. Linda's. Clyde yeah. Martin. Is it the Clyde? Clyde Martin. Yeah, but I think that's what they call Lanco, isn't it? Lanco. Yeah. Lanco and Clyde Martin, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, Half they're Alley, fun. Half Alley, they race micros too, I think. I think yeah, but that's out there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out there. Like, Linda's, I know Linda's, and I don't know if Lanco does, they have, like, the 600 Nationals and stuff, like, towards the end of the year. That was, well, that was um, pretty cool to go do or go check they, out. They do uh, um, they do a 600 Speed Week. Yeah, those tracks. And, and airports on there, yeah. I'm going. It's like, a uh, Tuesday, it's like a Tuesday or Thursday night. I'm going. Why wouldn't you? It's right there. Yeah, yeah. 600 Speed Week would be cool as shit. Yeah. Every, I, everything got rained out this week again. Yeah, airport was the only place that didn't get literally the rain went around the speedway. <laughs> uh-huh. USAC got their show and I didn't look good on Friday. Bloomington had a rain delay, but they got it yeah. in. That was a good race. Leary won. Good race. That's good race. How about the PA Posse boy Brent Marks on twentieth and first for twenty? Yeah, I saw replays. He was that was his. He was coming and he was just. I mean, he was good there Friday night. Probably, I think Friday night he finished third or fourth. Yeah, Brett's a so good he's, driver. He's a hell oh, of a great, yeah. He's a great driver. He's a hell of a driver. Like put him and Lucas. Those guys. Those guys are. I mean, look at all the big money shows he won last year. Yeah, he won a lot of money last year. Yeah, he did okay for himself. Yeah. Um. So we got uh, Utica Rome opens up this Friday. Friday. Yeah, looking forward Honda, to that. Honda opens Saturday. Looking forward. So I read Dewey's, that Dewey's running both. Be well, both. because it's his cousin uh, Memorial uh, Race for yeah, Utica Row. Yep. So, um, so what 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 Utica Row is doing? I think it's for the crates. They're having 
If there's 30 more cars, they're doing a 15-lap B-Bane. Okay, really? check it out. And they're paying. And you're getting a certain amount of points. You can either not go in it or participate in it. But if, I I have to reread it again. But, yeah, there's if there's 30 or more 602s. I'm sure there will be. Uh, yeah. Oh, now now there's definitely going to be. Yeah, now there's definitely going to be. So th- the races won't get over till like, Sunday. Uh, Albany, oh, actually, I'm, that's a lie. Albany Saratoga did open in. Uh, they ran. Batman won, didn't he? Yep. That was a good race between him and Drellos. Yeah. Drellos, Drellos has been doing a lot of late model racing here lately, too. I see that. He, I he's saw down here, He's down in he, Delaware he racing. Doing some slide jobs at uh, Albany. Yeah. It was clean. And Batman gunned him down, got him. Uh, our pal Williamson was running pretty decent, and boom, there goes a tire. There goes a tire. So we're getting really, we're getting in the thick of it. Everything's going to start racing. Land of Legends, I think, opens this weekend, too. Yeah, and then I think the Valley, the Valley's the following weekend. Accord, they have, they redid their track, wide yeah. and new play. I saw that. I saw that. little that. bull ring. So, yeah, so. It's gonna go, be, I saw somebody's video. You can go five wide there now, they think. They don't. They don't know. Well, yeah, they don't know. But I mean, five wide. So yeah, I mean, I, we're, get, we're getting into think of it. Racing's really going to start picking up as long as Mother Nature plays nice. <laughs> she hasn't uh, been lately. <laughs> no, no, she hasn't. I mean, uh, I was going to go to the Super Dirt Car race this Sunday at Bridgeport, but weather's not looking good. So maybe I'll go Friday night and watch the East Coast there at Bridgeport. I'm not going anywhere. <clears throat> I don't blame you. Be hot. I got a wedding to pay for, boy. You do. You do. And when it gets close, kids. I was there once. I had a wedding to pay for once. Now I have a divorce to pay oh, for. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> and now you're paying for that wedding, aren't you? Oh, sure, sure. Am. So what we're gonna do when it gets closer to the uh, to the date my marriage, uh, we're gonna have a wheel of who Clark is taking to my wedding. <laughs> the ladies, if you want your name added. If you want to, yeah, please send a self, self-addressed self envelope, too. <laughs> and a selfie. Not to me. Jesus Christ, I, I, want, I actually want to get married. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, shit. I mean, yeah, just hit Mike up on Facebook. Yeah, that's all. don't look up Mike, because you'll never find me. Exactly. See what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucking hilarious. That, that's why I do what I do. Yeah, I saw. So I'm getting married on the Fonda 200 weekend, and I think that's the 76er. It is 76er. So I already have a contingency plan put in place that we we won't miss the action. There we go. We're going to be watching some racing. Pictures got to be done early, 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 early. And then racing. Yep. And that's racing. Yep. Well, I, I have to kind of pay attention to, you know, my, my spouse. Yeah, your wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can watch racing. I'll have an earpiece in that she won't notice. Yeah, and I'll be like, Brian, Brian. Yeah. Can we just blew up lap 30. <laughs> this is Bullwinkle to Rocky, Bullwinkle to Rocky. <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, apparently, uh, Williams Grove and Port Royal big races this weekend. Yeah. That's crazy. That? That's... <laughs> I have no idea. That's crazy. They're both paying five grand to win weekly. That's a lot. It is. That's actually pretty good. That's very good. 
imagine if Modified Trex did that? Yeah, but they it, won't. Not not in New York. Well, the Valley's maybe. paying. The Valley's paying three grand. That's good. That's very good. I want to see yeah. how top heavy it is, but okay. Bridgeport does twenty four. Utica Rome does twenty four. Fonda does twenty four. Yeah, but I think with the NASCAR being NASCAR sanctioned now between Fonda and Utica Rome, I they, think there's yeah, but bonus it's, it's some stuff kind of, in there. Some kind of, yeah, some kind of bonus. So I think you can walk away with three thousand or something. Yeah, or 3200 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so actually, hey, Brett Dale getting it done again. Yeah, whatever Grandview pays weekly is probably what Utica Rome and, and Fonda will pay weekly. I heard, I heard. I heard once so, upon a time Grandview paid like 3400 a week to win. That I, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But it's probably very top-heavy. Yeah, because, you know, sponsors are going to kick in whatever, whatever they kick in, so. Right. So do you give you get I mean I guess they give most of it to the winner, you know what I mean? So I know what what would you like what would you rather see? I'd rather see it spread out throughout the field. So what I did now yeah, obviously 30, obviously 35, your winner, 000, Yeah, thirty five grand to win is that's great. Yeah, obviously, but, yeah. But if fucking second place pays fucking five hundred bucks. Yeah, so either I I'm going to race a little dirty, i got to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I think, I want to say Bridgeport's pay is 2400 to win, 1200 for second. And then, and then what, falls off there? And it's like 900 for third. Yeah, and then it, it, know, well, it's, 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 it's pretty, I think it's pretty consistent down to 10th. And then after 10th, it falls off to pretty much just start money. All right, that's kind of like with Dale, the top 10 is pretty decent. And then yeah, it's well, horrible in the back guy. I, honestly, I think Bridgeport's payout is like based is like structured after Deo's payout. I, I I personally I agree. I like to see it more evenly distributed. So that means you'd have to take a little less out of the winning, but still, I yeah, think we get more cars. If I hey, if I finish fifth, I can get uh, let's say it's like thirty five thousand to win. I I potentially get like ten thousand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then so on and so forth. But it's hard to do, you know, like I said, the sponsors only kick in what the sponsors kick in. And you, better, be nice. hope, and you better hope you sell the place out, too, because that helps with other yeah, stuff, well, too. So. Well, well, I mean, if you were a modified track and you could bump your payout to higher, higher than anyone else around you, then obviously you would probably pull the cars. Right. You know, like if, like say, let's say I'm running Bridgeport and I'm going up against New Egypt. Because right now, they're losing drivers. No, no matter what anybody wants to say, Bridgeport and New Egypt, they're fighting. Yeah. They're fighting each other for 20 modifieds or 40 modifieds. There's like 40 modifieds that race between the two, and they're fighting for those 40 modifieds. Grandview's got it sweet because right. they right. have no competition on Saturday. Exactly. So, so essentially, Bridgeport and New Egypt right now, they're fighting for 40 modifieds. Usually, it's split pretty evenly between the two. So, if I was, I was Bridgeport, if you were able to pay your winner thirty five hundred bucks a week, you would probably take most of the competition from New Egypt. Yeah, but you're gonna sacrifice <clears throat> the payout the rest of the way. You are. You are. All right. And and vice versa. If I was running New Egypt and I was able to pay my driver, my winner, thirty five hundred bucks weekly, probably gonna take a lot more drivers away. But then again, you're also gonna have your drivers that are gonna stay. Because you're gonna be like, all right, well, all the competition's going down there. I'm going to stay here and hopefully win a championship. Yeah, which doesn't pay that much either. <laughs> well, I don't know what's new. I don't know. 
I mean, I think the NASCAR, I think with the NASCAR, what, uh, what do you call it? Utica, I think it's, it goes regionally and nationally. It does. So it does. you're competing against, imagine being one of our dirt drivers, regardless who it is, like our dirt guys won the national NASCAR championship with short tracks, whatever the hell they could, that would be badass. And then uh, Georgetown's the same way. Georgetown's under NASCAR banner. And, and Delaware International, too? I, I, don't know if, I don't know if Delaware is or not. I know Dale's like, kind of promoting down there, I think. Yeah, you notice, notice the life came back into it? Yeah, they're, I think they're only running like a 10-race schedule. All right, so it's kind of like the old Broly Wheels. That was special well, events only. And it's like Georgetown. Georgetown's kind of special events only, too. They, they only run like 12 events, 12 events a year, I think, somewhere around there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who who won the damn Georgetown race. <laughs> wasn't, it cra- wasn't it Creighton? Oh, yes, Creighton. Yeah, Creighton. So Creighton. Creighton picked up the first NASCAR win down there. There you go. He's leading the championship points in the NASCAR uh, weekly series. Oh yeah. Wait till Fonda and <laughs> Utica Rome get going. Well, they'll be against. They won't be against each other though. Like. Georgetown will have its own points. So, like, if he wins the championship at Georgetown, he'll be a NASCAR champion. Yeah, at that and probably the state of yeah. Delaware. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. but na- nationally I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, nationally it's tough because you're going against everybody. The, the, well and modif- the NASCAR well and modifieds and whoever right. else is – whoever else they're right. spread out. And I know. That's what I'm saying. That's The UMP modifieds, you know, yeah. you know like, uh, uh, Nick Hoffman and shit. <laughs> yeah, back to losing one of them, Jokers. Yeah. I mean, that Nick Hoffman guy, he can fucking wheel, though. I just don't like those cars. I think they're uglier than shit, but it's like they're a... slow! It's like a retarded late model. <laughs> it's, just, it's the special late model. <laughs> yeah, so... It's like a Make-A-Wish Foundation car. <laughs> like if, it's like if you ordered a late model off Wish.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get off some Chinese... Yeah. <laughs> Of Wayfair. It's an Ikea car. Well, if you order from Wayfair, it comes with some little kids in the car, too. Well, comes with a little Mexican pit crew to put that shit together for you. No, now I clean. <laughs> yeah. Those things are ugly as shit. Oh, they're just... I, 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 hey, each their own. But the racing, it's just slow. <clears throat> it's like watching crate racing. Yeah, aren't they crate cars, though? I don't know what motors they are. I, I don't know. I can't get a straight got, answer on them. I think you have like A mods and you have B mods. Like, I don't know what the difference is. All I know when they do their national thing out in the Midwest, they pull like over 100 cars. We should get one of their drivers on the show just to get clarification on them. All right, good. let's get Nick Hoffman. Yeah, okay. Why not? All right, we can try. Or Kenny Wallace. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Kenny. That's it. That's all. Be just sit back and relax. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, because he's not going to shut the fuck up. Uh, just got to fucking delete. Or, yeah, just, yeah. But shut the fuck up, Kenny. <laughs> right. Yeah. You give a fuck about your NASCAR money. <laughs> well, that's not. <laughs> so, how, how was your start and park career in NASCAR? How'd that work out for you, pal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, they won't be on until June, so all their drivers until June, because next next. Month Mike came up with a great idea. We're gonna do a 600 600 cc month or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, we can go 600 month for the month of May. Yeah, and we I got have, I got we, I got two drivers booked already. I'm working on two more right now. Tim Balkwalter would be one. Turn it to me on. Yeah, that was like six years ago. I won. That's when he had a broken leg. Remember? 
Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Uh, I want four drivers that run full-time, wingless 600s. You can't make a living running those full-time. Well, that's all they race, wingless 600s. All right, so, we you have, got, we got, so you got, got, you got, uh, what you got, got now? Three? I got two right now, but I'm working on two more. All right, well, that's all That's all you. <laughs> I got it, dude. Don't worry about it. It's all right, I'll control. sit back. I'll work on June next month. All right, yeah, work on June. What are we going to do for June? Let's do... Uh, I don't know. Let's pick Whatever something. we can get. <laughs> we'll do mix. I like to do late models, if we did, but... It's so tough to get late model guys on. There's not a whole lot around here. No, and all the, the other guys are going to be in their well, swing of doing... Yeah, they'll be full swing. Race, race, yeah. Down. With this whole late what do you mean you don't have time? You're only racing 100 times this year. Yeah, right. Let's do uh, let's do third generation driver month. There you go. Yeah, all right. Uh, we gonna get Billy Pouch Jr. on. Allison, Ricky. Right, I I ran out. <laughs> well, that's it. Month over. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's not do that then. Yeah, let's not do that. No. Pro stock, pro stock month. Pro stock month. Pro stock slash street stock. Yeah, we'll do that. Full full fender month. Full fendered month. So I'll have to try to get um. Oh, I'll figure it out. Get old, uh, get our buddy Nick Sandone. Why? <laughs> Why not? Because he's been on like ten times already. Been on twice. He's got to come on. Why not? He's actually, we've actually only interviewed him once. And they have to look at his wrinkled ball bag cats. And, we don't nah. have to. We could just call him. He'll want to come on because he thinks, like James Parsons, you think he could see us on a radio show. Yeah, I guess because he's your buddy. Your fucking butt buddy. Yeah, Nick's a good guy. And Nick is a good guy. I love busting his chops. Uh, who else can we get on the street stock guys? Pro stock guys. Ah, right, we'll figure it out. It's a month away. Over a month away. Yeah, we'll talk. You know yeah, us, like we're ass. Weeks. We're assholes. We'll, we'll, we'll totally change what we're doing. Yeah, and it's not like we post who's coming on anyway. You guys don't find us yeah, until, I po- until I post the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's on me. I used Some to do that. Mystery. Um, I don't know. If anybody has any ideas, like, to uh, what specialize a month, I guess you could call it. We could do a fan month. We could do. We could do a fan. How about fan co-host month? And boom, done right there. Fan co-host June. month, and whoever. Let's run, let's run contests though for the fans. Yep, and then they get to pick who the driver the, is. The, who, yeah, the guest. They get to pick the guest. As long as they can get them on. All right, so we'll start that next month because. Yeah, because it's going to take us time to book drivers and run a yeah. contest. So, me, yeah, there you go. Fan co-host, Fan co-host month. month. Yeah, I it, like it. I like it, too. I think that's going to be fun. That's fucking awesome. And then you get to pick. Uh, we'll have to figure out how we're going to do the contest. Maybe pick pick against me and you one week and, I don't know, yeah. something. Well, why don't we start this weekend? We can we can, we can can get the fans and then we'll work on getting the drivers. Uh, yeah. All right, so yeah. What, so we'll what, start what, for like and that's what so we got four so the next four weeks we'll do contest starting this weekend. All right, so who what are we picking this weekend? The Utica Rome winner. Utica, Utica Rome top three. Utica Rome top three. Okay. Well, well, my, me and you, they have to pick against us. All right, and who are we picking for our top three? 
Well, obviously, obviously the 9S. 9S, 44, 14J. Yeah, but you know what? It's opener, too. Because <sighs> I got a feeling Schaefer's going to pop in out of nowhere because he does that shit once in a while. But hold on, hold on, hold on. To get this right, though, we got to do a point system because they can pick the same three drivers, but in a different order. You know what I mean? So first place, 100 points. Second 100, place, 50, 90, 80. No, all right, 150, 150 25. 150, 25. So who are we picking to be our winner? Like, you have to pick in order. In order. Pick? In order. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, the guy's hot. Stu's yeah. a little rusty because he's been doing more of his NASCAR, doing his thing. So I'm going to go. Shepard won. Shepard won. I'm trying to think. Oh, man. Uh, I, I, gut says Stewie's going to, uh, Stewie two. Uh, I was going to put him third. Not, not, you know, nothing against Stu. All right. Oh, you know what? Because it's, it's, it's Alex freezing night. So pole, pole, won, pole, pole, pole. He won, he won this race last year. Yeah, he did. Sure. Uh, but I still, yeah, but Shepard, yeah, Shepard's tough to beat yeah. there. No. So, uh, so nine S four four, and we have who's our third place guy? Billy Decker. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. So that's mine and Mike's pick: Shepard to win, free free second, and the Hall of Famer Billy Decker. Your driver, if you finish, Sorry. if you finish first, it's hundred points. If you get the second place right, it's fifty. If you get third place right, twenty five. You beat us some points. You get to co-host the show. If more, <laughs> yep. if more, if more than one fan beats us, we'll put you in a randomizer and pick a winner. Yep. And and this is racing. Anything can happen. Flat tire, like you can only, you might, we only might wind up with the winner or the second we, place guy. We might not wind up with anything. Yeah, they could be in a big pile up, and their cars are mashed and tangled. Who knows? Motors blow. Yeah, I like that. All right, we'll do that. Right, we should do that from now on, and then we'll just pick random races. Like next week, I don't know. We'll do like spring uh, next, or something. We'll figure something out. Yeah, I mean, we'll do like all star race next weekend yeah. or something. Yeah, or a USAC race or whatever. Yeah, we try to stay away from you, you know the Lucas Oil wannabes. Yeah, World Racing Group. Yep. All right, kids, we're gonna wrap this up. So listen to the episode. We'll actually make a post about it. June. Co-host month for Clark Griswold. I'm the mouth, and you've been black flag. Shut the f up.